Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. Today, we're talking about dollar cost averaging. Dollar cost averaging is an investment strategy in which you... The intention is to minimize the impact of volatility when investing or purchasing large block of financial assets or instruments. Yeah, so this is an investment strategy. So once you have the other places taken care of, and we're talking about the essentials, the savings, the wants, when you have your spending plan in place, you're going to want to make sure that you have an emergency fund. I'm always going to talk about that. The emergency fund is, is the foundation of your financial independence. It's your mindset. It is everything that's going to give you security at night to where you can sleep. Once you have that and your spending plan is in place, when you start investing, here's an investment strategy that you can pursue. So here's how it works. You invest on a regular interval. So if you get a paycheck from a job, you may decide to take $20 a check and put it into an account. You put that in an account and then over the course of time, when it builds up to a minimum amount, You'll invest that into a mutual fund or a stock of your choice. Now, you'll need to talk to your financial advisor about that. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. I can't, I can't recommend anything for you. I can only tell you what I can do. But once you do that, you decide, I'm going I'm to keep investing into this one thing. I feel strongly about this mutual fund or stock, and I'm going to continue to invest in it on a regular basis. So... That's part of it. You invest on a regular basis. This strategy allows an investor to purchase more shares when the price goes down and less when it goes up. So what does that mean? So if you were to start, if you had a lump sum of money and say you had $5,000 and you want to put it in the market, then what you could do is you could put it in all at once. You could just shove it in just like you're playing poker. You're going to bet on the market and see, see it's going to do what you want it to do. Now, if it automatically goes down, then all of your shares are purchased at that one price and it goes down. If you do dollar cost averaging, what you're doing is you're going to divide that $5,000 up maybe into $500 increments and maybe every couple of weeks or once a month, you're going to put it in. So if a stock starts at, say, $50 a share and then goes down to $48 a share, you're going to be able to buy more shares because the price has actually gone down and your next $500 is going to take more advantage of that. Conversely, if it goes up, your $500 is only going to be able to buy a little bit, and so the number of shares that you're going to buy is going to be less overall. So I know it sounds backwards, but here's what it does for you in the long term. We have a market that's been down in the last little bit. If you're doing dollar cost averaging and you're buying the same stocks or you're the same mutual funds over and over, as the price of the stock goes down, you have an opportunity to buy it at a value where it's cheaper overall. Remember, we don't want to pay full retail for anything. That's a little bit different in the stock market. I understand that. You have to pay whatever the market price is at the time. But this allows you, especially if you're going to do it paycheck to paycheck or if you're going to put a little bit at a time, to buy that mutual fund or stock at differentiating rates where you buy more shares when it's lower and less when it's higher So you may be rooting for the stock to be low for a little while. So you can get some extra shares. So when it goes back up, then you are banking and can make more money going forward. Now, what are the pros to this? 
it kind of takes the emotions out of the equation if you're risk averse. So I'm, I wouldn't say I'm risk averse, but here's the deal. If you don't have the, you know, the, you don't have the tolerance to put in money, just shove it all in at once and let the market do what it's going to do. If you feel squeamish about that, then maybe dollar cost averaging is for you because it takes the emotion out of it. You don't think about it. You just set it and forget it. You automate it, right? This is the automation of investing. So if you have a paycheck and you decide to take so much out per check and then put it into the market, then this is going to work for you because you don't have to think about it. You don't even have to look at the stock or anything. Things are going to happen for you. You can automate your investing with dollar cost averaging. It's also great when you don't have a large lump sum of money. So unless you're getting an inheritance or you win the lotto or, you know, you have a, a, a relative that's going to, you know, maybe leave you a big chunk of change or you get a bonus at work even. Let's keep it positive. And you're just trying to decide what you're going to do with that. Then dollar cost averaging, you can set it aside. You can work with your financial advisor and say, hey, just shove this in slowly over time. Maybe once a month, maybe once every couple of weeks. Maybe it's with my paycheck. But if you don't have that large lump sum of money and you're just going to do it every paycheck anyway, it's part of your saving strategy or building your wealth strategy, then this is the way probably to go for you, especially if you don't have the stomach to watch the stock market go up and down. And sometimes that can be difficult. We're coming off the golden age of a stock market run. I mean, we've been making money for a very long time and then we got pretty volatile towards the end of last year and this year has been a big roller coaster. So... Markets are going to go up. Markets are going to go down. If you don't have to worry about timing it, maybe dollar cost averaging is for you. So what are the cons? If you do have a large sum of money, you could lose some of the moves in the market, right? So if you were to push in and all the markets take off, then all your value goes up at once, right? That same $5,000 we were talking about earlier, you start making more money off of it right away. Whereas if you're doing it $500 a time, you're only making money on the money that's already in. However, you're also kind of hedging against your risk overall. So think about that. I mean, what is your risk tolerance going forward? So if you have a large sum of money, one of the cons is you may lose some of the moves of the market, especially if it's going up. Now, no one seems to know what's going to happen with that. I don't, you don't, no one knows what the market's going to do. It's, it's, it, if someone did, then, well, that's a whole nother conversation for a different time, right? The other thing is lump sum investing does better if the market continues to go up. This is what we we're talking about, right? So if you shove your money in and it all goes up, yeah, I mean, it's going to do great. And dollar cost averaging is going to cost you. I mean, I'm, I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but I mean, that is the gamble. Do you know the market's going to go up? I don't think anybody knows the market's going to go up. So I mean, but it is a con. If, if the market does go up, then you could lose some, you could leave some money on the table, as, as they put it. And then you could be paying more fees. I mean, dollar cost averaging. So if you have to pay for every time that you put money into the market, everybody's going to get a cut of that. You know, maybe your financial advisor, maybe your broker, whoever you're using to do that, or if you're using a robot, you can, you, you may have to pay fees every time that you want to purchase something. So that could be a con as well. You may lose a little bit of money because you're having to pay someone to invest that money for you going forward. So there's this big debate going on about dollar cost averaging versus lump sum. And, you know, if you have a large sum of money, then a lot of people talk about their experts have been going back and forth on this. And they talk about what's better, dollar cost averaging or lump sum. Well, if you don't have a big 
sum of money that you're having to worry about, then I think it's, in my opinion, a little bit of a no-brainer. Dollar cost averaging, unless you're going to put money on the side, wait for it to get to a big lump sum and then put it in. But again, talk to your financial advisor about that. I don't think I can make that decision for you. It really is a very personal choice going forward. However, if you do get an inheritance, then definitely you want to consider whether you have the risk tolerance to put it all in. But the history has shown, many studies have been done that shows that if you do that, that 67% of the time, lump sum does better. However, that really only works when the market's going up. And the market's been going up for a very long time. And now we're starting to have some volatility, but I do not have a, I do not have a, um, a, a futuristic view of what the market's going to do, and I'm not sure that anybody else does. So proceed with caution, right? And you have to figure out what's best for you. If you have less risk tolerance, then by all means, dollar cost averaging may be the way to go for you. So understanding your risk tolerance, these are my thoughts. <clears throat> you really have to understand what kind of a poker player you are. And when I say that, are you the type of person that's willing to take one hand and push it in and see what happens against everyone else at the same time? Or are you the kind of person that likes to put a little bit in, see how you do with that, maybe grow or you know maybe retreat a little bit and then still have money to play with after the fact? That's a personal question. That's only for you. You, you need to make the decision for yourself. The next thing is you need to make a plan with a professional, like a financial advisor, and stick with the plan. I think one of the things about the markets is it can get very emotional. You watch stocks go up, you watch stocks go down, but if you get a plan and you say, hey, I'm going to do it this way, dollar cost average, I'm going to put in so much a month, I'm not going to worry about what the markets are doing, I have a long time to see what's going to happen, let's just go with it. Stick with the plan. Don't get to a point where you're halfway in. And you're like, oh, it just doesn't feel right. And then you start pulling your money out because history shows that that can tend to bite you. Now, is it guaranteed? No, none of this is guaranteed. It's, it, there is no, I mean, there's risk reward, right? Sometimes you have to ride out the lows to wait for the highs to come back again. Again, talk to your financial advisor going forward. I can't tell you what to do with your money. And just stick with the plan. I mean, at the end of the day, make a plan stick with it, you know, at least for a time and see what happens. And then you can find out going on. So in recap, I know I continue to talk about these bigger things outside of basic money. And I apologize for that, but I think there's a lot of concepts you need to understand once you get your basic plan in place. Now the basic plan is this, right? We need to fill our savings first. We need to pay ourselves first. We need to make sure we have an emergency fund that is secure and in place to take care of life's things because life's going to throw things at you. Once we have that, we take care of our essentials. We make sure we have the things like food, clothing, and shelter that we need. And then after that, we get the wants. And that is 20% uh, for savings, 50% for essentials, and 30% for wants. That'll be difficult to do when you don't have a lot of income. But as you get more income, you want that to be more in line. And maybe if you go further and if you become a little bit more extreme, maybe you want to do a fire type environment that we talked about earlier then maybe you become an ultra saver. And then from there, you know, when you're starting to invest, when you finally have your plan together and you start to invest, you need to understand the different investment strategies. And one of them is dollar cost averaging. And dollar cost averaging is committing to putting money on a regular base into a stock or a mutual fund. And then you will get the benefit of that over time. 
The other side is lump sum. So if you if you walk into a bunch of money all at once, you'll need to make a decision with a financial advisor or some other professional to help you decide whether you you have the risk tolerance to maybe you know, maybe push all in on that and see how it rides. Reach out to me. What do you think about it? Dollar cost averaging is it's it's one of the philosophies I've always dealt with. I didn't come from money. So as I'm trying to build my wealth, dollar cost averaging seems to be the best way for me. It's what I taught my kids. I also taught my kids don't pay full root retail for anything. So reach out to me at townleytech at gmail.com. Also, you can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter at Sean Townley. And you can also find me at seantownley.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.